بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد علماء explain that in a life of a person the time should come where he enjoys his ibadat when he comes to salah Quran tilawud the dhikr of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala that the person yearns to be in the masjid in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the way he is, his heart wants to be in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he takes enjoyment, relish, like how a person enjoys a meal, how he waits for that meal. In the same way he waits for the adhan to be called out. He waits for salah to start. He waits for the time where he can open his Quran, where he can take out his tasbih. And he enjoys himself those moments with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's called istir. Where the person feels laddat, enjoyment in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Initially a person now, salah becomes a burden. Quran sometimes also is a burden for him to open Quran Sharif. And to engage in acts of ibadah becomes difficult. Ulama here explained that these things are difficult because a person most probably and most of the time is because of his income being tainted. Because his rosy, his income, his business, is that absolutely halal? So the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes very, very difficult. But when the person's rosy is halal, his income is halal, his food also, his intake is halal, then to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes very, very easy also. Because the same food that he's partaking of is pure, is wholesome, the effort behind it is also halal. So this type of food that comes into his system turns into blood, halal blood that gives him halal energy that spurs him on and pushes him on to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I we discussed before there are different levels of taqwa also and piety in earning a person's livelihood. Different levels of taqwa. Where there is doubt, a person leaves it out. The ulama ikram have mentioned this is haram or makruh, then a person is very very careful that he won't go even near to that. He won't receive one certificate and be satisfied with it or check the ingredients. But he'll ask his heart also, his tafti qalbak, am I comfortable in this type of environment eating from this place or sitting in this place? But there are different levels of taqwa also that a person should adopt in regards to his income, his business, his partaking of food. Here today we'll discuss the fourth level of taqwa. The fourth level is that of the level of the siddiqeen. That is, those that are very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how they earn their livelihood. Or when it comes to partaking of meals, how careful they are. That they don't just eat from anyone or any place. They're very concerned that first, I'm the slave of Allah, my ibadah should not be jeopardized. My ibadah should not be put into some danger that I lose my tawfiq and ability to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when it comes to the Siddiqeen and the very pious ones close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they abstain from eating all such foods from which one does not gain strength to perform acts of worship and obedience. That type of food, they refrain from that also. Now we are so accustomed to just taking a snack. We'll just snack on something, but we know is that even, is that even beneficial for my health? It's harmful. But I'll partake of that now. But you won't give me any strength, you won't give me any strength to make the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but we are accustomed, we'll just do it, we'll partake of it. They don't even partake of this also. An incident is mentioned of a pious person who drank some medicine, 
His wife asked him to take a small walk. He answered, I do not see any need for such a futile action just to take a walk. I better make some rakats of salah. I have taken medication now. So I can get back to my ibadat. Instead of taking a walk, yes, tasbih in the hand, some Quran tilawat. There is not a problem with that. But he found this to be a futile act. I take stock of every action of mine. I take stock of every action that I carry out. So this time I have, now I can engage in the worship and the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, it is necessary in this stage to abstain from anything that has been contaminated by sin prior to it reaching you. One zunun misi rahmatullah a very pious Muslim and person, was unjustly imprisoned. Finding him hungry, a pious woman sent him some food which was prepared from her halal wealth. The prison guard gave the food to Zunun Musi Rahmatullah He did not eat from it and returned it saying, even though the food is halal, the plate is impure. The plate is impure. How is it impure? This was his level of taqwa. Referring to the hands of the prison guard as he was guilty of enforcing the unjust imprisonment. Because your hand touched this plate, I regard this plate to be impure and napak because you are doing a wrong act. So just because you serve me the food, I won't eat the halal food also. This is their level of taqwa. So you can imagine now when you come to our level of taqwa, Allah give us understanding and tawfiq. Sometimes that these things become a joke for us also. The certain youngster doesn't go to some restaurant or some outlet. Say, I don't eat out. You might make a mockery of him. You don't eat out. How come? He said, I prefer not to. I might as well have, have some fruit or something and go back to the masjid. I prefer not to eat out. And here we know in our circumstances, when we do eat out, who's serving the food, who's preparing the food behind the scenes. Someone doesn't have iman, void of taharat and cleanliness also, but will partake of the food. Then we can understand. that How come I don't enjoy my ibadat? To wake up with the hajjud has become so difficult for me. To perform two rakat, this extra nafil namaz becomes difficult. It's because of the food we are taking, the food that we are partaking of, and who is serving it also. Food that had been contaminated by the touch of the oppressor was now unfit for consumption. Bishr Hafi Rahmatullahi would not drink water from canals dug by oppressive rulers. When the slave of a pious man once lit his lantern at the house of an oppressor, when the slave of a pious man once lit his lantern at the house of an oppressor, the pious man extinguished it saying, it is not appropriate to take benefit from a lamp lit from the lamp of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's disobedient servants. This lantern came from a disobedient person's house. I will not use this type of lantern. The essence of the matter is that these pious people practice in the Quranic verse, Qulillah, thumma dharhum. They say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then leave all else out in its entirety. They would never use anything which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure was not intended. Since reaching this stage and rank is not easy, the least one should endeavor to attain is the rank of the trustworthy Muslim. That is, do not indulge in those things that the ulama have declared haram. And that we remain far away. Then Allah Ta'ala will give us tawfiq as ulama explained. That one deed, one good deed pulls another good deed. It is we start somewhere. What they say is haram, or there is doubt in that. Then we leave it out. Not that we try it out. We leave it out completely. Then Allah will give tawfiq stories to do bulla wa taqwa up. They will enjoy, as one person says, Mishra to an alim, he said, when we were young, when we were young, then you will see the old people eating dry roti and dal. But we wanted burgers. 
We wanted, we think, what are you enjoying in dry roti and just dal at home? He said, now we become of that age now that we even enjoy that now. It's better than the burgers and the takeaway food. The simple food at home. Because taqwa has increased, rahanit has increased, but the simple food becomes enjoyable. Now I'm ready to make the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala give us to understand it.